We started yesterday, the Mar is going through what the Mishnah gave four different types of people that destroy the world. And the Mishnah said also, we had a Rasha Arum, we also had an Isha Prusha, and a Makritz Prushan. That's what we're going to focus on today, those four things. I'm going to start from two dots again on Chafal from the base. Give me an example of a chasachaita going to Katava Itza Benaharo. There's a woman drowning in the river, but Omar, and he says, I'm too from, I don't look. It's not right to look at her. And therefore, I'm not going to save her. That is a chasid. Taka chasid. Shmir Sanaim. What is a shaita? Of course, that's not what you're supposed to do. Similarly, the Tesis brings down a Yishalmi that a person's wearing tefillin. He's like, I can't jump into the pool to save him because I'm wearing tefillin. Jump into the pool and save him. That is chasachaita. Hey, Chidami, Rasha Arum. What is a Rasha Arum? Says Amr Rabbi Yechonon, Zahamatim Devarav Odayin. This is somebody that approaches the Dayin and says his reasoning. Kaidim Shiyav Baldin Chaver. Before the other, the plaintiff or the other party can come and present their side. Kaidim Shiyav Baldin Chaver. Which is Usser. So he's a Rasha. You don't want to do that. He's also Arum, but he's also smart because. The Dayan is not supposed to hear. The, the Dayan is not to hear both sides without the, both being there. You're not to hear one side without both sides being there. So he's a Russia because he's over alive, but he's Aram, he's obviously a very smart guy because he's hoping the Dayan is now going to be tilted in his way, in his, in, you know, he heard his side of the story first, and he was able to say whatever he wanted without having cross examination. That's the Russia, that's also Aram. This is somebody that gives a guy a dollar because he realizes the guy has $199. And Al Pe'alach, he's allowed to take tzedakah until he has $200. So if you give him $1, that's it. That's it. He can't take any more tzedakah. But really, if he has $199, you give him $1,000. So why are you giving him one? So you're a Russia, but you're Arum. You did something smart because you saved that you don't have to give him $1,000, but you're a Russia because now he can't take tzedakah from anybody and he has to be a minimum. As Mar means a Mishnah, the Tanan, Mishi Eshle Messiah Zuz. Somebody that has 200 zuz, you do like a chick who will pay a mice only. He's allowed to take those matnas on him. Hoyle Messiah, plus a dinner, if he has 199, he can have a thousand people giving him at one time. Yeah, they just went to go get Shabbat. Kulianki, he just went home to get a key for the. Yeah, I feel like Elf Noisy like Achas, even a thousand people could give him at once money, I raise the Ethan, he could take. So by this guy giving him one dollar, he just. If the guy feels like, oh wow, I got a, a dollar donation. Tzedakah, he feels very good. But Lamaisa, he just actually messed him up. Somebody that gives advice to sell when a person has very few assets. And this is referring to a specific scenario. The halacha is that when a person leaves the Yerusha, a person leaves the Yerusha, um, the boys get it, um, girls don't get Yerusha. That's the halacha in the Torah. Though, the, the, there's also a thing that they instituted that, that the girl should get support from the father's assets. Meaning, if the father left over a nice estate, so the, father, the boys get the actual Yerusha, but they, they have to provide for the girls till a certain age, you have to provide for them to be able to live comfortably. But, the halacha is, if there's, if there's very little, um, they went ahead and they, if, they, if they sell the assets right away, then they don't have to. So the Mishnah says, 
They shouldn't do that though. But if they did it, it works. Again, if you send them go ahead and they sell off the small amount of assets that they have, so really if the small amount of assets the girls get and the boys don't get Yerusha whatsoever, the boy, if there's very little, there's not enough for the boys to get Yerusha plus the girls to be supported, the girls get supported and the boys don't get Yerusha. But these Yisraelim quickly went ahead before Bezdin was able to get involved and sold off what they got, they get to keep it. A sale is final. And therefore, that's a rush arm. A guy that gives them this advice is smart, but he's a rush because he just caused that the girls shouldn't get the support that they deserve and they require. Abaya Amar, different examples. Amasi Somebody that gives someone advice to sell off assets along the lines of Rabshim and Amlil. The Tanya, what is this referring to? It's a Braiso. If someone gives someone else a gift, A gives B a gift. I want you to have this gift. When you die, I don't want your kids to get it. When you die, I want it to go to C. So A gives to B. As long as B is alive, you can have it. Once you die, Mr. B, it goes to Mr. C. So Mr. B realizes this, and he says, you know what, so I'm just going to sell it. So he sells the assets, and he consumed all the money, meaning he gave him, let's say, a piece of real estate. That piece of real estate is going to be here after B dies. But instead, Mr. B went ahead and sold the real estate, and he bought... Whatever it is, food, a car, a car, whatever it is, something that went on vacations, that money's gone. Rebbe holds that Mr. C could go take Mr. B to the entire and say, listen, the, I had rights to that. What A meant is when B dies, everything goes to C. But if there's nothing left, there's nothing left. So this is somebody that gives that advice to Mr. B. He's a Russia Arum because you know what the guy really wanted, what Mr. A wanted. But, but you're Arum. You're talking smart, but you're a Russia. Some people did this in Muncie with the housings in 306 within the month. The month had the property, built the houses, sold it off. Now you could only live in it, but then it goes back to the Mach. I don't know what you're referring to. Okay. I don't know that uh, shtick. Rebbe Yisrael Chama, Omer Avshesh, Zeha Machriya this is referring to somebody that tries to convince other people to follow in his footsteps. Bottom Rashi on the page. He tells people, you don't look at what I'm doing and follow me. All he wants is the people to look at him impressingly. There's a reason why he wants people to look at his outside because the inside is rotten to the core. He doesn't want people to look into whatever, his search history browser. So instead, he tells people to look at the fact that he has a different phone that's uh, whatever, filtered. So that is, that is, you know, th- that's, follow me, I have a phone that's filtered. What about whatever? Okay, yeah, okay. That is a Rasha Arum. Reb Zreka Amar Ravuno, Somebody that's very makel when it comes to himself. He has coolest, he has a cooler for everything. This is not Chel Shabbos, and this is not a problem on Pesach. But for others, he's a big machmer. Like, no, he's really, he's really a machmer. That's a Rasha Arum. Also, he's trying to put on a, a show for others that no, you should be machmer about these things. But he himself, Zman Tfila doesn't exist, Zman Krishma doesn't happen either, etc., etc. Ula Amar is a Shikara Vishana. Talking about somebody that learns Mikra, and he learns Mishnah. That's a Rasha Arum. Why? Says Rashi, top Rashi, third Rashi of the page. He doesn't understand the reasoning behind it all. So therefore, 
Knowing the reasons can be the difference between is it mutter or is it aser. If you know the reasoning, everything can change. He's Arum because he gives off the impression like he has a lot of ideas. He knows. He learned a lot of Mishnahs. He, he can rattle off. Very impressive. They, they honor him, they respect him. But he's a, he's a Russia because he has no idea the Svaras behind it. And therefore, he's paskining from a Mishnah and he doesn't realize that that Mishnah is only in a certain situation, etc. So that's the Russia Arum. So we had a list of, I think, six or seven different examples of a Russia Arum. But the truth of the matter is, I can come up with another six or seven. And so can you. So what's the shot in this? That the, the, the certain, um, absolutely one, not. That? Absolutely not. So this Mahalch of Abruv Margolius, he explains why each Amir said what he said. It's a Lashita, so we can't go through that now, but suffice it to say that don't be a conniving, cunning, wicked man. That's all. Okay. On that note, once we talk about somebody that learns a lot, but he doesn't properly know the Svaris, he's not Mishamish Tamid Chachamim, what we call Shemish Tamid Chachamim, or what we call today Talmud Bavli, because learning Mishnah is without Talmud Bavli, I'm not saying it's a waste, it's a beautiful thing, it's an amazing thing, but it's dangerous, because a person who learns Mishnah and he thinks he knows it, I was speaking to a Chassan once, and I asked him, I said, uh, you took uh, Hassan classes? He says, uh, no, I don't need it. I, I know the halachas. I said, oh, oh, where do you know the halachas? He said, I went through the Rambam, um, you know, cover to cover, Hilchas Ishus and Hilchas Taira, and I know it. Shabbi Shabbat, the guy can be Bailonidas all the time. Because we, we don't necessarily pass like the Rambam, my friend. I mean, it doesn't, it's not how it works. This guy's convinced, he doesn't, he's good to go. Know somebody else that his whole Hilchas Shabbos is based on the Arzarua. He follows the Arzuru on Hilchah Shabbos. That's his thing. Arzuru is a great tzaddik, you know, but there's a, there's a halacha, there's a, there's a system on how we do things. So that's going to be what we're going to discuss now. Somebody that learned, but he doesn't know how to apply the halacha properly. Itmar kara v'shana v'ashim v'shtabit ha'chamim. Reblazah somebody that doesn't be v'shana v'shtabit ha'chamim, meaning he doesn't learn Gemara, we'll say it for now using the, that terminology. Hareza ama'aretz, he qualifies as an ama'aretz. Even though the guy knows shish says in heart. He doesn't know, he doesn't know. He's a boor. He's worse. He's a boor. Now, an Amaretz has certain halachas. Amaretz, you know, he's chashed on Maishus and he's chashed on Tairus. If you learn Sakhas Dubai, or you learn other Sakhas Hashas, you see that Amaretz has certain halachas. It's already making it to here. Oh my gosh. Right, let's finish it up before we all get flooded. Um, a boor is even worse. As, as Rashi explains, Garua my Amaretz. Now, Rashi doesn't explain why he's worse than Amaretz, but he's worse than Amaretz. Are boars worse than Amaretz? That's what Rashi just says. No, no, I'm saying like the Chashavan worse things than. They are Chashavan worse things, yeah. <coughs> they are Chashavan worse things. Rashi doesn't explain what they are. The first we have a discussion exactly of what makes a boar worse than Talmud Chacham. Um, but it's clear that boar is, is worse than Amaretz. I mean, boar is worse than Amaretz. So, Biyana Emer is a kuti. He's actually like a guy. Why is he like a guy? He says Rashi, Pasakum, Yenakum. He's a firm yid, walking around, straddling, bankish and everything. They never learn Gemara. He doesn't know Leishimish Tomei Chachamim. The guys, you know, eat from his bread and wine. The Kivun says Rashi, Leishimish Chachamim. Ain't a makbar, I'll do Rechacham, I'll die to Leishana, I'll hire Satsuk Tamil Chachamim. He's only learning to show off, but he's not really, yeah. So therefore, don't slip, there's a problem.
He's even worse than a kuti. He's a mogush. You have to ask your Hungarian grandmother what a mogush is. But it literally means a mechashef. He's a sorcerer. So he's even worse than Ibn Avadizara. Uh, he's worse than a, than a, a goy. A kuti, at least, uh, they, they believed in Hashem. They just didn't believe in Teresh of Apeh. But uh, mogush is someone that's like, Bam Iker. So he's the worst of the worst. That's somebody that doesn't learn Gemara. Mamish. You don't learn Gemara, you're a mogush. Rashi is learning that Kishof is not real. It's just a chizazenai. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to it a little bit later. But yeah, Rashi's just trying to pick, figure out why. He's, he's, right, because he's, he's just faking it. He's just a. Just like sorcery is, that I'm able to trick you. So, so to this guy, he's able to trick. He knows a lot of Mishnahis. He knows Divrayamim, cold. He knows Tanakh. But the guy can't tell you a swara, right or left. Yeah. Um, I think Rachabayakim is right that he's like a Mogush. Because people say about the sorcerers that they say a bunch of words and they don't know what they're talking about. So it's the same thing like the guy that's learning and he doesn't know what he's talking about either. It's all the same ones. He says, Abracadabra, Rashi says, He says a bunch of incantations. He has no idea what they mean. He got a master's in Kishav. And they told him, this is what you say when you want to have this woman turn into a frog. So does he know what he's saying? He doesn't know what he's saying. So do you have this Talmud Chacham, Talmud Chacham, that's an Amaretz, he's a Mogush, because he really has no idea what he's talking about. He's just saying a bunch of Mishnahis, but he doesn't know what it means. He says, I'm sorry, again, let's read that again. Because people say, Therefore, he's along the same lines. He's also able to just quote Mishnayis, but he has no idea what he's actually saying. What is an Amaretz? Halachically, we need to know. It's a lot of ramifications. So what is an Amaretz? Because he's not Yichuchum, but Tahirat says in some places, etc. But the examples... The Rashi that says, Tanitana, he says, Shalai Shemesh Metalmud. Right. right. So, so like we said before, nowadays learning Gemara would qualify as Shemesh Talmud. Yeah. yeah, because what's the point of Shemesh Talmud? Knowing and when to apply the Mishnah and how to apply it. So that's what the Gemara does essentially. So that's going to be later on. We'll get to the Gemara later on. The Gemara will speak that out. What qualifies it? Amaretz Kol Shein Kriy Krishma Shachris Va'arvis Bebirchaisel. The Rebbe Meir. Somebody doesn't say Krishma. Shachas in the morning and the evening with the brachas, the rare mayor that qualifies an amaretz. <coughs> Why? Says Rashi, Murdering Rashi. The any day klum. The guy can't say Krishna with brachas, he obviously doesn't know anything. If he does, he does know and he says that he's not amaretz. But it, we're talking about a guy that doesn't even know how to say Shema. That, that's, that's, how, that's considered an amaretz, meaning the basics of Yiddishkeit. So it doesn't put on film, it's considered an amaretz. Because he's saying Shema, and he's saying Ukshatim Loi Sayyidah Loi Sayyidah Loi Sayyidah and he's not wearing Loi Sayyidah Loi Sayyidah That makes him an Amaretz. But now the Omer, Kesh Kol Sha'im Loi Tzitzis Bebigdoi. It's coming to you, Radio. Only if he never does these things, right? Correct, correct. It's not up to the table, it's okay. There's been a lot of generations that Klai Yisrael didn't want to film every day B'chlam. And the Chalamin, very unfortunate. The Smag in Spain, correct? Correct. 
I didn't say that yet. says somebody doesn't wear tzitzis. Yes, a tzitzis a bull bag. Not if you're not wearing, not, not if you're not wearing Correct. 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 If you're in Yosef, you're not raising children to, you know, a nice yeshiva system education. You're not teaching them correctly. So um, that's also an Amaretz. Isn't that like everything before 100 years ago? Basically? No. In the Bible, in the Bible, you're not raising them to learn Torah? Of course you're not raising them to learn Torah. They're just, how much Torah? Whatever. Mm-hmm. They taught them the basics. Even if a person sits and learns, and this is how we got into it because the top line said this. Even if he learned Sukkim and he didn't learn Mishnayis, I'm sorry. As long as he was not meaning he doesn't have a, a Messiah on how to apply the Mishnah, that, that's an Amaretz. He becomes worse. He didn't learn Mishnayis. Zera Adam, Vizera Behema. So it doesn't even learn Chumash, Tanakh, etc. He qualifies as a four legged creature. Okay? What does this Pesach mean? What does it literally mean? They are seed of animals and seed of humans. Oh, yeah. they are. They are, sure. Pesach says in Mishlei, Yirah Es Hashem, Bani, Vamalach. Fear Hashem, my child. He's talking to his son, Rechavam. Shlema Malach is talking to his son, Rechavam. Fear Hashem, my son, Vamelech, and the king. Im Shainim al Tasarov. And with Shainim, don't mingle. We'll see what that means right now. Amar Ritzak, Elusha Shainim Halachis. Im Shainim al Tasarov means don't hang out with those that just learn plain dry halacha. Says Rashi, Shainim Halachis, Shimshul Tamil Chamim, like Pidu al Tamim Mishnais. Don't hang out with people that just learn dry halacha, we'll call it. Says Rabshito. Pasha, that's what it means. What else do you think Rim Shainim Altasarov means? Maybe Rim Shainim Altasarov means don't mingle with people that repeat sins. Maybe Rim Shainim means with people that are repeat offenders. Kamash Malan, that, no, that we're, talking about, we're not talking about repeat offenders. Don't hang out with, don't even hang out with people that learn, but they don't have. A proper education, they're not showing the halachas. But repeat offenders, you can? I'm sorry? But repeat offenders, you can? Oh, that's sure not. Sure not. Even when someone sits and learns, you shouldn't hang out with. If it's sitting and learning, it doesn't include Shimon Shalom Yitzhak Hamad. It's saying Shayim at the Sarah, it doesn't say being able Shayim of Shayim at the Sarah. We're saying people who don't Chazer, not being Arabic, right? Vim Shayim, not Chazer, those that. The Shayim halachas. People who do chazer, who don't chazer, that's who you should be with. Right? Not chazer. Shayna doesn't mean chazer. It means people that learn halachas without being mishab mishab mishachamim. Rashi, Rashi. Shayna halachas. Shayshim shu talmid mishachamim like pidu al tamei mishnayis. Shayna people that just learn mishnayis without getting an understanding of what the mishnah is referring to. The word just. Just right, right. That's it. Thank, thank you, Rashi. Tana. Hatanoim mevale olam. The tanoim are mevale olam. Wow. What does that mean? They're destroying the world. So tanoim doesn't mean what we call today tanoim and amarim. Tanoim means people that learn Tana. They, they, they learn Brises. They learn Mishnayas. says, no, mevale olam. What's wrong with them? The mevale olam? says, no, I'm going to read you. Shemurin halacha. 
No, those that go ahead and paskin based on that. I mean, not only did they learn it, but now they go ahead and they're paskin based on, on their statements. Says Rashi, they make a tushel. It's not a good tushel. And many mishnayos are only based on a single opinion. Says Rashi. Therefore, the tanoim, those that just learn dry mishnayos, on mavali olam, they are destroyers of the world because. Um, yeah, so therefore they're the they're destroying the world. Tanya Amahachi, and the brings a brisa, a riot to this, Amar Bishul, Vachim Mavali Oilamen, Valoi Miyashve Oilamen. They're actually people that are Miyashve Oilam. The people that learn a lot of brises, learn a lot of Mishnayis, they're people that are actually settling the world. Shanam Halichas Oilam Loi. They keep the world going, people that sit and learn. The problem is that they paskin based on that. That's what we mean. So the Brexit says the same thing. There's nothing learn, wrong with learning Mishnah. It's beautiful. It's a great thing. It's one of the greatest things to do is to learn Mishnah. But those that paskin based on that, that's where the danger is. And they are the destroyers of the world. So because Rabbi Huba intentionally wrote vaguely that you can't paskin from it? For them, for that generation, he wrote it in a way that that was all that was needed to expose to the Gemara happened to be exposed. They knew it all the Gemara from it. So maybe then it wasn't. This was like then, right? Yeah, sure. I think it's talking only once the Gemara was given. The Gemara, at the time when Rabbi gave the Mishnah, it's probably this Gemara. You said to read that Chassid, not read that Chassid. I meant, yeah, I remember Rabbi Yudah Chassid. I was wondering what you were talking about. Rabbi, they wrote the Mishnahis. Oh. They wrote the Mishnahis pre-Gemara. Was of course, he, that was it, and everything was about that. But once this was written, you can't ask him from there. Right. Once Mishnahis was written, you can't ask him from Gemara. And Kharami. And Kharami. We'll get to that. The Mishnah says that. It's very good. Yeah. It's interesting. The water Rashi went back. The water went back. He says, I don't know if you've read it, but he says, I don't Stamon's word, vocabulary, that Mishnayas is halachas. It's just not a little nice. That's what was Mishnayas is, yeah. It's halachas. Yeah, to outshots, whenever the Mishnayas says halachas, it means Mishnayas. That's what that, that was their kitzvah shachanach back in the day. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Very good. Isha Prusha, another thing that destroys the world is a woman that's an ascetic. She's a Prusha. Tanar Baran, Mesula, Tzalainas. What do we say about Isha Prusha? She's a Mavala Olam. She also destroys the world. That's the Mishnah said. A praying girl, a girl that prays a lot, says Rashi. Rashi says, It doesn't mean the girl's down for the Amun. He means a girl that davens a lot. And an Almana that is busy visiting the neighbors a lot. And a child that hasn't been We'll see what that means in the Gemara. These three are a danger to the world. A girl davening too much. A widow visit, making neighbor visits all the time, and a cotton shalikola chadashav. Says Imar, before we get to the last one, what cotton and shalikola chadashav means, but any, Rabbi Yechanan said, I learned how to have Yerushimayim from a Basula, and I learned how to gain, we get schar, I learned it from an Amona. And Imar says the story. Rabbi Yechanan overheard a girl. 
that was davening, did not fall a pushy fall on her face. But Karma, she said, Rebbein Shalom, Barasa Gan Eden, Ubarasa Ghanam. Barasa Tzadikim, Ubarasa Rasham. Yehirat said, Mofanecha, Shall you kashlu be bnei Adam? I don't want people to stumble because of me. And she was asking, says Rashi, the first wide line, Lahafsid Chalkom Al Yadi, Migan Eden, Valirish Ghanam. I don't want to be the cause for them to lose their Ulam Haba. Please, I daven to Hashem. So we see a girl that davens. It's not necessarily such a bad thing. It's the most beautiful tefillah. Rabbi Yechonon was ultra impressed with that tefillah. And Kibbutz Schar Me Almono, he learned Kabbalah Schar from an Almono, that he Almono, the Havabe Knishti B'Shevusa, there was a certain widow, widower, widow, I'm sorry, widow, that had a shul in her vicinity. And she would walk a greater distance to Rabbi Yechonon's shul. Isn't there a shul in your neighborhood? Yeah, but each step I take, I get extra schar. So Rabbi Yechonon looked. So the Rabbi looked and he saw that Almana, a woman that you could get an unbelievable amount of Yerushalayim from. So I understand. Girls at Davin, not all bad. Women Almanas, some of them are very, very Dahibina ladies and Erlich women. So why, why are we saying that they're Mavali Olam? Now the truth of the matter is, woman, 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 woman. The truth of the matter is, this needs a longer discussion. And we were marich in the podcast. We were marich on what's this concept of walking to a further shul? Is it is is? Why well, you passing one shul in Mavrina al mitzvahs? Maybe you're not allowed to pass by a shul. We discussed by riches that thing. And also, what about driving to a shul? Do you lose scarp seas by driving to a shul? So on the podcast, we were marich on that. That's the Hashem. But the Gemara's question, I want to hear what you have to say, is the Gemara's question is that not all girls that daven are bad, and not all Amanas that are leaving the house and going places are bad either. This shouldn't be, you shouldn't say a general statement. All Amanas that are hanging around, are hanging around the neighborhood are bad, and all the girls that daven are bad. That's a very broad statement. Yes, what do you want to say? I figured that's what you wanted to say. Says the Gemara, Kika Amar, Kigan Yechenem Basra TV. No, we're talking about a specific type of almana. An almana like Yechini Basri TV, stay away from her. What's her story? So Rashi gives you a fascinating story. Oh, great story for your Shabbos this Friday night. I don't know if you want to say it over. Yeah. There. Right, right. So you say, I'm just, I don't want to be. I'm acting appropriately, but I want to be a vessel for them to get Correct. Big Vart. Big Nakuda. Big Nakuda. Good Nakuda. Very good. Very good. Says Rashi, what's the story? Yechini Basri TV. Says Rashi, Almana Machashefaisa. She was a woman that was a sorceress. And she knew that there was a woman in the ninth month. She would cause that the baby shouldn't be able to come out through doing whatever she did. Obviously, this woman was major pain. She would say, You know what? I'm going to go daven for you. And then she would undo the kishu that she did. And therefore, she became known as a rabbitson. You can go to daven for her if you have, if you have a... If you have a... Um, uh, if you're a Makasha Lele, you have a hard time giving birth, you went to this rabbitson. Now, little did we know, she was that problem. Maybe she monetized it also. Yeah, it doesn't say. Yeah, One story. She had a cleaning lady in the house. 
she went to the woman giving birth. She heard that she had a psakeli, and there was a kishav rattling around in the keli. As if there was a baby trying to get out of a womb. And she opened it up. And she was exposed. Great story. So anyways, this lady... So, no, I was saying that a lady, an almana, that's a danger. Talk about the type of lady, not all ladies. Yechini basri TV ladies, those type of ladies. Okay, I guess there was a lot of them that we have to say it. They are mevali elimam. That's almana shivas? Yeah, yeah. Almana that goes around to the neighbors, you know. And they have, and they have, that's just an example. Any other such type of ladies, they have other things going on in their life. They have to be very careful with these ladies. Those are the people that are ruling the world. Very hard to overcook that, that, that machine. Says the Gemara. In a way, yeah, tricking the world. Tricking the world. My cut and shloikol and chadoshim. What does it mean when it says a cut and shloikol and chadoshim? The halachat agimu that talmud chacham amavayz veravoisim. And Bible they translated it as a, a student. That uh, doesn't have proper respect for his Rebbe. And why is he called Kalal Chadashav? So Rashi says, because he's going to die young, anyways. Somebody doesn't have proper respect for the Rebbe dies young. So therefore, he's Kalal Chadashav. That's why he's called that. Somebody that's not qualified to Paskin, and he Paskin, that's a cut and He hasn't yet reached the age to be able to Paskin, and he's going to get to Paskin, the Omar. Many corpses that has it made fall. And it's massive amounts, all the ones that die from it. That really shouldn't yet be paskining. And he's paskining already. Then you have the opposite. Someone that's qualified to paskin, but he doesn't paskin. That's also a problem. At what point is a person qualified to paskin? At what age? He should turn 41st before he starts paskin. Shilas says the Gemara, what? what are you talking about? Rabba was, didn't even live, he died at 40 years old and he was paskin for many years. Says the Gemara, Bishavin. What does Bishavin mean? So Rashi has two truths in Either in third line, if he's qualified, he's as big as the other guy. And Rabbo was hard to be bigger than Rabbo. Number two, or he's 40, but he happens to be the oldest guy in the neighborhood, in the community, and whatever. So that qualifies also, and he's allowed to paskin. Now, the number 40, this became a big number. The Rambam uses this for um, why Dafka 40, and does it mean paskining? Yeah, paskining, or, or um, um, does it mean Tarsasoid? The Rambam learns that a person shouldn't get involved in Tarsasoid for 40. This is a, a longer conversation. There's too much to say in all these Gemaras, but we only have a certain amount of time, so we're going to have to go through it. On this Gemara... Yeah, yeah. On this Gemara, the Masha says that unfortunately nowadays, the Masha cries about what, what it looks like, the people today, they have a Shulchanar and they start paskining. You need to have a Taz, a Magan Avram, a Shach, a Chalkes You need to have a... He doesn't say, but you need a Grah. Huh? Right, so he says the fact that now it's a Shulchan Aruch doesn't make it better. 
It was, it was better, but for a little bit, but you still need all the things. And now, now you have already a shach and a mogan avram, and now, now you and, and, now we have a mishabura. Many people are passing mishabura. It's the same thing. Unfortunately, it's very sad, but people think that a mishabura, you can pass him. Uh, today's the, today was the yard cipher, a mochel kabrina. So he used to say that, that one of his chassidim asked him, he said, Rebbe, what does it mean to have a munas chachamim? So he said, the first thing is, as medav vissen, Amuna as the first step of is to know that you yourself are not a chacham. That's the first step. Once you know you're not a chacham, now you can start working on finding the chacham that could help you. But the first step of the is knowing that you're not a chacham. It's a danger that people, you know, they learned a couple of black and dirt and and they became, I'm not, I'm not knocking. It's, it's in a way. And I have to be very careful. If you have to do through the sugyo. Learning Mishabur alone. Yeah. It's, it's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. That's the fourth one of the categories that I'm a valley oilum. What's a Makas Prushin? Tonarabonon. Shiva Prushin. This Gemara is fascinating. There are seven different types of people that qualify as Prushin Parush Shikhmi, Parush Nikvi, Parush Kizoi, Parush Meduchya, Parush Machai Vasi Vesena, Parush Meahava, Parush Meira. Those are the seven. Now, what do these seven mean? It goes as follows. Parush Shechmi, Moshin Shechem. Ze'a'isa Ma'isa Shechem. This guy is Ha'isa Ma'isa Shechem. Says Rashi, what does that mean? Second, second narrow line. Shemalu Shalel Shem Shemaim. They talk at a brismilo. But what do they have in mind? Their own tithes. Avzeh Ma'isa Wana Oso Yishich Abdu Bnei Odo Boel Shem Shemaim. This guy also is not doing it for the right reasons. He's doing it Shalel Shem Shemaim. That's a Parush Shechmi. He's a Parush. But he's a Shechemnik. No, the, why did the people of Sh- why did the people of Shechem say, okay, fine, I'm willing to cut off my arlo? Good, so, the, so they were doing a shalosh of Shemayim. Parish Nikvi, what's Parish Nikvi? Shechem did a lot worse things than. Now we're talking about you actually said Shemalu. Yeah. No, but not Yeah, we're talking about the Brismila part. Parish Nikvi. What is Parish Nikvi? Zehamankif Asraglov. The guy that keeps stubbing his toes and banging into things and he has bloody toes. Because he's making believe he's so firm and elegant and he's walking and he, and he crashes into things. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Ma'alach b'shiflis akiv. He walks with like baby steps. B'tzad goydon. Heel to toe, toe to heel. Ba'inu me'in ragman arts. B'tech kach. Menakif et z'ba'isu ba'avonim. He's trying to give over the parents as a very firm, elegant kid. And that's a Parish Nikvi. What's Parish ki- I don't know. Parish Kizoi. What's a Parish Kizoi? I'm a Rachma Yitzchak. I make his dam look solemn. This guy's bloodletting all over the place. He keeps bumping into buildings. Because he's walking with his eyes closed because he doesn't want to look at women. And he's very, very firm, says Rashi. And the guy's bloodletting everywhere. He's leaving DNA all over the place because he's busy being from. So there's a, again, it's, he's a Parish, but he's a Parish Kizoi, bloodletting. Parish Meduchio, what's a Parish Meduchio? I wish we could elaborate on every one of these Gemaras. They're all negative. Every one, every single one. Can you make a podcast? Parish Meduchio, we'll get to it in Ayyak of Shabbat before Shachar in a couple of years. Parish Meduchio, Omer Rabba Bashilo, the Meshapa, Kimeduchio. He's bent over like a pestle. The Hainu, I know he, he's so from an that he has like a hunchback. He's like, 
he looks like a pestle because he wants to give off the appearance as Rashi, he's bent over and unfortunately, yeah, yeah. This is a hard one to understand. A guy that says, tell me what I have to do and I'll do it. Says the Isn't that a beautiful thing? He's doing it for whatever. He's doing it for the effect, for the shatchan, not for real. Isn't that an unbelievable mile to say, Prush, Machavasi, tell me that Senna, tell me what I have to do and I'll do it? Says the Imara, tell me what else I should do and I'll do it. Which means two things. First of all, he's saying that I do everything I'm supposed to do, but is there anything I'm missing? And secondly, he's the guy that's he's chumrah shopping. He's like, you have any other chumrahs like that I didn't do yet? I can have any other chumrahs on my matzo or my lulav? That's a praise. Do, do what you have to do and stop looking for extra chumas and be the real. Yeah, fine. Prosh mehava, prosh meir. Then you have the guy that's a prosh mehava. He's parosh mehava because he loves Hashem. Prosh meir because he's kids of Hashem. Says the Gemara. What's wrong? It says first of all, what's wrong with that? So Rashi says prosh mehava. Rashi says mehava schar mitzvahs. He's doing it for the chiching. Not because he's, he loves Hashem. And meiro says Rashi shall unchin. Meiro shall unchin. Hello. So what are you supposed to do? Like Antigonus Yosechai said, along those lines. It's a, it's a madrego. So therefore, the Gemara says, since it's a madrego, therefore, I think you should take that out of the list. A guy that's doing it because he's scared of Hashem, he's scared of Ganem, or a guy that's doing it because he wants Ganem, Good for him. He'll start out like that. One day he'll get there. What's wrong with that? So, therefore, Abayi Rav said we would, we would take out those two from the list and leave it with five. What's hidden is hidden. And what's exposed and revealed is exposed and revealed. And and Hashem and the great Bezdin, he will punish all those that are walking around making believe in there and they're playing games. Says Rashi, Don't worry, Hashem knows it all. He's going to take care of those that wear Rebbe Chappelle's and Amaran Atzman Kapushim and Prushim. Doesn't matter how much fur you wear. Like the like the like the Biel, the Satmar Rebbe said when he came over to me, he says, "I have the pants of the Balshemtiv," and the, the Biel says, "In Shemayim, they pull off the pants before they hit you." And it doesn't it doesn't really matter. So, as as David should notice exactly what's going on. Next, the first thing tomorrow. Amar la Yane Malkul the Yane Malkul was about to die, and his Rebbeson was a little nervous that. That uh, they're going to take the comma on her. Who's going to take the comma on her? Well, really, Yana was everybody's enemy. I mean, he was the Prushim, the the, the Chachamim. Obviously, he killed it out as the Gemara says. Sechtes Kedushin of So those the, the, the Prushim were definitely not on good terms with him. So she was very nervous that they're not going to allow her child to become the king. So Actually, from the Prushim, have to worry about. And Rashi says why. This is Rashi. Look at Rashi. He asked, she asked him to please have a chat with him. 
they're good people. <laughs> I, I kill them all, but the said they're never going to take revenge. They won't do anything wrong to your kids because your kids did nothing wrong to them. So you have to worry about the Prussian. Back to the Gemara of Eloi Misha and the Prussian. You also don't have to... We're not learning anything yet. We're in the middle of a sentence. We're going to get to it. Eloi Misha and the Prussian. You also don't have to be worried of those that are not Prussian. The Mafia. Because the Mafia, is just, they're my boys. I'm part of the Mafia too. So you don't have to be worried about them either. But you know who you have to be worried from? Eliminat Tzvun. From the guys that are rainbows. I'm sorry. From the guys that are colorful. They're all... They... they, 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 they it's just, it works out like that. From those that are from multiple colors, the Hainu, they act like they're from an Erlon. But they act like Zimri, but they want reward like Pinchas. That is the ones that we're talking about. Those are the ones you have to be worried about. The bad guys you don't have to worry about. The good guys you don't have to worry about. It's the guys that you don't know that you have to be worried about.